Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the On Point Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Greg Locke, and we love to talk about three things around here that you know very well, faith, family, and politics. And speaking of faith and politics, today I am super excited about the guests that we have on the show. You know, sometimes when you live in the in the viral culture on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all of that, you get the privilege and the honor of meeting some of the greats that are out there that have a voice that God is using in an unbelievable way, people that support our president, support our freedoms and our rights, and people that stand up for righteousness in this nation. And I have some guests on the show today. And, you know, we've had some great people on the podcast, but I have to be honest with you, uh, sometimes, even though we might have, you know, three million followers on social media and all of that, sometimes you feel like a little fanboy. And today, man, I am super amped up and excited because we have the one and only duo of the century, Diamond and Silk, on the On Point podcast. And I want to say thank you, ladies, so much. I'm humbled that you would take a few moments to be with us on our podcast today. So welcome to On Point with Pastor Greg Locke. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, listen, I am just honored to be able to talk with you guys because you guys are making such a massive, massive difference. You know, I tell people all the time that, you know, in the Bible time, people were just looking for a voice. And, you know, John the Baptist was a yeah. guy that probably had the personality of a rock, but everybody came to hear him and they came to watch him because he was a voice. He was a strong voice. And I would say that you ladies have one of the greatest voices for conservative values in this nation. And I'm just honored not only that you would be on the show, but to be able to watch all of the content that you put out. Can you kind of give our listeners uh, maybe a quick backstory of how you guys just entered into this arena and then all of a sudden just exploded? Wow. Oh, my God. Well, we didn't really mean to enter into it. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, Ben, he was the candidate then, Donald Trump, back in 2015, was announcing he was running for president. Right. And I was watching, and I called my sister. I said, girl, I said, I said, cut on your TV. I said, Donald Trump is announcing he's running for president. And she stopped what she was doing, and she did. And then she called me back halfway through. She said, this is going to be the next president of the United States. We love everything that he was talking about, securing the border, bringing back jobs, and bringing back mm. spirit in our country. Mm. And after that, uh, we just, I just, we just, people started hearing us. We, did, we didn't realize that people were hearing and resonating with what we were saying. We really didn't like what the media was basically saying about, at the time, uh, being candidate Donald Trump, uh, you know, mm. and what we did is spoke out about it, spoke out against it, because we, what I saw in him uh, was something that I saw that this country actually needed. It seemed like it was a lot of sinister stuff that was going on in our country. Mm. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Everybody wanted to keep everything hush-hush. But then here comes Donald Trump. Uh, he just called it out like yes. he saw it, and I said, "This is this is what we need right now. He's going to be the next president." <laughs> and like like Diamond always says, if, if you ever want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Yes, tell him we your had plans. No plans <laughs> for this. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think the. I think the organic nature of it is what makes it so marvelous. It's not just natural. It's really supernatural because, you know, the Lord's given you guys a voice and you've been able to, of course, you know, be at the White House on a number of occasions. And, you know, Donald Trump has stood behind you guys. And it's just beautiful to watch this whole 
this dance, if you will, even with all of the vitriolic pushback. I love the phrases that you use, uh, sinister, because there is some sinister things going on behind the scenes. And the left, they've been playing the long game for a long, long time. And I think the problem is conservatives and Republicans, so many of them have something to say, but there's no call to action. Nothing is happening. And the Democrats, they are so calculated with what they're doing, and they want to destroy this nation. So sinister is exactly, exactly right. There's no doubt about it. Have to realize when you talk about conservatives and Republicans, mm-hmm. they are so afraid <laughs> because they don't want to be called names. They don't want to be called racist or this or that. But they've already called Republicans. That's what they've been doing is calling Republicans racist. Mm-hmm. But what we have to do as a Republican Party, as a conservative movement, as the silent majority, is to show the American people how sinister and sick these Democrats are, right. how they want to keep our economy mm-hmm. tanked because our president has built the strongest economy uh, there's ever been in probably the history yes. of, of this country. That's right. They don't want that to show. They're trying to, 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 to just, they don't want the American people back at work. Mm-hmm. They want everything stifled. See, they know how to play the game. Yes. Right? Six sinister game because they've been <laughs> playing it. Because for so long, we've been pushed into this corner where you better not say anything. And see, Diamond said we were once lifelong Democrats. Yes. And what we did is start off with that Democrat plantation because we realized wow. that just because you're black, it didn't mean you have to vote Democrat. That's we right. have our own minds. We can think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we're the new kind of uh, Republican. That's right. So I guess you can call us the Trump Republicans, the Trump Republicans right. or however you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to just sit by and stand by and let somebody just take advantage of us. Right. We're not going to do that anymore. And Democrats are a little upset about that because as a black woman, you ain't supposed to say nothing. Right. You're supposed to be quiet. <laughs> That's right. How dare you call us out on our mess? That's right. They don't like that. Right. And so and let me just make sure I clarify. I want to make sure that it's time for the Republicans to yes. stand up. The Democrats, they're sick and they're sinister. Mm. This is what they do. Now we have to stand up and fight for what's right. That's right. Fight for the Republic. Fight for our democracy, our freedoms, our liberties right here in our country. Because if you look at it, it is slowly slipping away from us. That's right. Who, who's the puppet master controlling controlling this? All of this. Uh-huh. There's something going it's, on. Especially when they tell the church. That yes. You can't sing. You can't sing in the church. <laughs> That's crazy. But you can go have an abortion. Wait a minute. You would think every pastor would be speaking out. Oh. Why are the pastors and even the yes. pastors are acting, some of them, are acting like cowards and they done got scared. Exactly. You don't let nobody deny you your your free, your religious freedom. Mm, we have a constitution. <laughs> we still go by the constitution. Right. I don't care about us being in no pandemic and what these governors are putting in as executive orders. Amen. We still have a constitution that is supposed to protect the American people. That's right. If you can go out and have an abortion, you can go. You can take the person that's going to have an abortion to church. That's yes. right. Let Amen. Her and, a baby and it's crazy because you're exactly right. You know, I meet all of these, uh, you know, never Trumper evangelicals, and they are ruining the church because we have created a bunch of cowards in the pulpit. And during this entire, you know, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, whatever you believe about it or don't believe about it, our church has stayed open the entire time. And I mean, the media has been indeed sinister. And I mean, they tried to paint us in the corner like some kind of, you know, racist, homophobic bigots that are 
sitting around drinking Kool-Aid, and they've called me Jim Jones Jr. and everything. But you're exactly right. We have got to be bold, and I think that's what people are resonating with because people are sick of this mamby-pamby, lay down, roll over, and let the culture just destroy you. And yet what people don't realize is when you do jump out in the arena, such as you guys are and we are and others, listen, I'm telling you, they come at you with fangs coming out. Oh, yeah. Were you guys part of the uh, the little Snoop Dogg synopsis? I think you were the other day when, when he put out that thing with Terrence Williams. <laughs> I thought you know what, but you have to understand <laughs> that little the little meme that he put out. Yeah. <laughs> you have to understand that the soup dog when you when a person does not have respect for themselves, yes. they don't know how to respect other people. And also understand who taught Snoop Dogg how to do that. Yeah. It's the liberal ideology. Yes. The liberal ideology taught him how to destroy people that's his skin color. Yeah. So so you have to understand mm. where he where he's at. And it's not until <laughs> he reprogrammed and deprogrammed himself to reprogram himself yeah. program himself that it's not gonna get better. So what do we do? The more they hate, the more we continue to educate and Amen. let people know that we can no longer vote for a system that keeps handing us crumbs. Yes. We can no longer vote for a system that's trying to put globalism mm-hmm. and socialism and communism down the American people's throat. Look right. at the Democrat Party. Why aren't they speaking out about the state of our country? The state of our country, how how people have lost their livelihoods. Yes. You know why? Because they sit behind their picket fences. They laugh at all of this. They like this they here. Anything to hurt President Donald J. Trump. That's what they're trying to do. But I need the silent majority, the conservatives, yes. the Republicans. And at this point, I don't even care if you're a Democrat to rise <laughs> up and take your hand. Yes. Maybe don't vote for President Ooh. Donald J. Trump. That's what I need you to do. I need every American to vote for President Trump. They haven't given this man not one chance. He get in office. It's Russia collusion. It's impeachment. <laughs> now we're in a pandemic and a civil unrest. Enough is enough. Let this man lead. He already showed us what he was going to do. He has done more in almost four years than Obama I feel like I'm in a revival yeah. meeting. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. We, we were doing good before this pandemic. Yes. We, we were doing, I've never seen anything like it. And let me tell you something. Even with race relations, it was going well for our yes. country because finally we were starting to understand each other. And even what happened with George Floyd, do you know we were all on the same page? And look at how the left-wing media spun that. Yes. And look at what happened. Civil unrest and this planned civil unrest. All that stuff was planned. Oh, I am tired of being in the psychological warfare, the spiritual warfare that's going on. Enough is enough. Yes. Enough is enough. It is time mm. for the American people to wake up. Do you want your freedoms? Mm. Then you're going to have to stand up and fight for what's right. Yeah. I don't think people realize the severity of the fact that we're just one election away from losing everything that we hold dear right now in this nation. And people just don't get it. And we have got to use our voices. There's there's two things. I know you guys don't have a long time. I do want to talk about your upcoming book and where people can get it and yeah. pre-order it. But just before that, I think it would behoove our listeners well. You know, I can get up as a pastor, especially as a white pastor, and I can say, look, of course, you know, Black Lives Matter. But as far as the organization, we're talking about left, corruption. How about you let 
ladies just for a moment speak to that? Because, you know, perhaps they will hear you more than they would hear me on that particular issue. But but what are we really looking at? What's the balance with this whole idea well, of the BLM movement? Okay, well, it's, it's, well, first of all, it's a propaganda organization <laughs> yes. that collects money, collects money that goes to somebody else. And then they distribute the money, uh, allegedly, to Black Lives Matter. Sure organization, but we don't know if any of those dollars are going into really black lives, black community, sure. black businesses. Another thing about this particular organization, two of the uh, owners of the organization, they call themselves Marxists. And if you don't know what a Marxist is, that's somebody that wants to turn capitalism into socialism, almost turn you into a communist country. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's like a new slave. That's like going back to slavery. Do you want to be a yeah. part of that? And then when you look at this here organization, organization and read the bylaws and what they stand for, they want to disrupt the nuclear family. So basically what you're saying is that you don't want black people to have a mother, a father. A lot of this looting and stuff that you see out here in the streets done by these black people, especially these young black men, let me tell you something, a lot of those homes didn't have fathers while they were coming up and had they had a father, they may not have been out in the streets. So I have a problem with people pumping their fists for black lives into a black organization calling themselves that they standing up for black lives when they're really not standing up for black lives because if you cared about black lives you were wanting to have a two-parent home you were wanting to be in a home with a mother and a father where they could be provided for where they could be be taught discipline and taught values Mm -hmm. so i'm like instead of you pumping your fist or something instead of you looking at something you better start looking into something now i'm all for people for standing up for black lives i'm standing up for black lives but we will not be doing it in the name of the organization called black lives matter because they don't really truly care about black lives because if they did all of the killing that's happening in chicago and Baltimore and those places that wouldn't be happening right here up under our noses why aren't they marching there you want to tear down a statue because you're mad about slavery but look at all of the human trafficking and slavery that's going on around the whole world where are you at on that and and some of those lives that's caught up in that are black lives you cannot be hypocritical when you talk about this here i'm for people listen let me tell you something white people if you care anything about black lives what i need for you to do (laughs) is go and vote Trump. Yes. Right. Save us. Right. You make up the you make up the majority of the percentage. That's right. Please save black people because let me tell you something, they don't even know how they're be, being used mm-hmm. as a pawn. Come on. They're being used as a pawn and when this is over with, mm. black lives are going to be blamed. Black people are going to be blamed for all of the destruction. Even though you see white left-leaning liberals out there tearing down the statues and doing silly stuff out there in the streets. That's right. Black people are going to be the ones that's being blamed. Black people are being used to push an agenda and they're trying to push socialism, globalism, a new world order, and even communism on this country. And they're slowly and surely doing it. And they're using it in the name of black lives. And I think it's time to change the BLM and let's call it black Love matter. Ooh. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that's right. Because black love matter. That's, that's right. Because what's happening right now is, is, is that, once again, that's sinister. Black yes. lives are being used to push a white liberal agenda. Right. It, it, and it's not new. This is something that's been going on for centuries. But what, what, what seems to get to me is the fact that people are out there upset about the systemic racism that's happening within mm. their community, but don't realize that you're voting for the same system yes. that put those systems in place. That's yep. right. Mm-hmm.
That's right. It is the system that we have to push back against and shut down on. There's no doubt about it. Well, guys, you heard it right here because, uh, wow, this has been beautiful and uh, powerful. I love your boldness and your charisma. It just it just speaks to me. You know, I do so much of this, and I know you guys live in that world as well, and I just meet so many mm-hmm. people that don't have that kind of passion, that kind of courage. But, man, mm-hmm. your courage is courageously contagious, and I love it. Can you take just a moment <laughs> before we hop off here and tell us about your, your upcoming book? I believe it's called Uprising, and uh, I'd love you to tell your listeners about it and how we can pre-order it or how we can get it because I, I want our listeners to be able to certainly get a hold of that book real soon. Certainly. Okay, the name of the book is Uprising. Who in the hell said you can't ditch a switch? The Awakening <laughs> of Diamond and Silk. And look, the book is about, first of all, our story, about yeah. how we started, and also about the liberal ideology that's being pushed on uh, our lives, especially black people, yes. and how we have to wake up out of this here stupor. It's a great book. I want everybody to go pre-order the book at diamondandsilkbook.com. That's diamondandsilkbook.com. I'm telling you, it's a wonderful, a wonderful, well-written book. And one more thing, you know, with Diamond and Silk, with, they try, with them trying to censor our voices, what we did, we did one better. If you can't beat them, you join them. We started our own social media platform called Chatted, mm. C-H-A-T-D-I-T.com. You can go to Chatted.com and sign up so they can stay connected to Diamond and Silk. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. I'll tell you what I would love to do uh, as we close out, because I know you guys are super, super busy. I don't get a chance to do this on every On Point, but obviously I do it here at our church services. But you know what? I would love to just pray for you two right now and just ask God's continued blessing uh, to be upon you. Can I do that on the broadcast? Would that be all right? All right. Father in heaven, I come to you right now, and I thank you for this time that you've given us on the On Point program. I thank you for Diamond and Silk, and Lord, for their passion for you, for freedom, for this nation, and just for people. And Lord, I can just sense the love that oozes out of their voice. I pray that you would use them. Lord, I pray that this would be a best-selling book, that you would shoot it to the top of the charts, Lord, and it is going to be a book that is going to change so many lives. I pray their Facebook and social media ministry would explode even more so, tenfold, Lord Jesus, more than it already has, and you would take care of their needs emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. Bless the families that they represent. Lord, protect them in a mighty, mighty way and use them as a voice in this generation to get Donald Trump back in the White House so we can continue in this space of grace and keep our freedoms and our rights. Bless them mightily, and thank you for the humbling privilege to have them on the show in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Well, we're going to keep watching, keep praying for you, and we'll help you guys along the journey any way we can. Thank you so much for being on the show today. God bless you. Thank you, and thank you for having us. God bless you. Uh Bye-bye. Wow. Holy smokes, oh brother. Gosh. They took out of the gate, didn't they? What happened? Man, I didn't even have to lead that conversation. They just preached it out. That wow. was amazing, brother. That was incredible. I mean, <laughs> I, I know they were passionate, and yeah. I watched their videos, and I look at their social media all the time, but I yeah. never, ever have heard that kind of... I, I'm pretty sure I've missed a couple of posts, but yeah, <laughs> that was passionate. That was super passionate. It was beautiful, And man. super correct. And super bold and super just on point, <laughs> no pun intended, for where we're at. Man, I that that was beautiful. I, I can't wait, by the way, in a couple of weeks to be with the uh, the Hodge twins. That's oh, you're going to be, be with the Hodge twins? And then you've yes. also got uh, Dan Crenshaw. we got Dan Crenshaw coming on the show. You've got... Uh, <laughs> That's ridiculous. Dinesh, Dinesh D'Souza. D'Souza. Oh, my goodness. 
That's going to be amazing. All-star, yeah. power-packed lineup yeah, it's on, be good. on point with Patrick I'm fixed to be Greg speaking at a conference with uh, the activist mommy, Elizabeth Johnson. We'll get wow. her on the show. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. doing some cool things right now, especially uh, against abortion. But that that was amazing. Dude, dude. that's what I'm saying, <laughs> dude. Who better to say it than Diamond Man. and Silk? I'm, yes. Their passion speaks volumes because I see so many people ranting yeah. and going off about what the left is doing not doing anything in return. Yeah, exactly. And you could just hear it in their voice. They're yep. activists. They are and you activists. Need, we need conservative activists yep. to rise up. And, and speaking of activism, the left, like you were just saying, have been doing so much for the conservatives. And they're uh-huh. really, what, what we're seeing is, is you were talking about Tucker Carlson, you were yep. talking about all the people. Rush that every, Limbaugh, everybody. Yeah. Everybody who pushes back, they become popular. Yes. Why? Because if we push back, they have no power. None whatsoever. They have They're no afraid power. we're going to push back. They're afraid of our voices because it's kind of like the ant principle. When we realize how big we really are and what a multitude of conservatives there are, oh my goodness, we will squash them at the polls. And let's shut down while we're at it. Let's shut down this PC culture. Let's shut down this racist rhetoric from the left against white people. Let's shut down all of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to take out the whole bully brigade, you know? I'm telling Not just you, the bully, They're the guy the bully works for. We're going for the mafia boss, ladies and gentlemen. It's like the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Smoke and mirrors. Yep. And yep. flames. Let's and rip like the that. curtain wide open and deal with it. Yeah, where's our Toto at? Man, I'm telling you, my, my adrenaline's pumping. I feel like I've been on an energy drink. Oh, <laughs> I feel like man. I drank a Red Bull, man. They were like, woo, man, yeah. they were on it. Praise God. That Probably was awesome. Did. Hey, look, go get that book, guys. Listen, pre-order that book. That, that book's going to help you in a lot of ways. Those gals right now, they could get Trump on the phone today. Today. They're in it. I mean, I'm telling he you. really has skin in the game with those ladies. I mean, Amazing. He, he appreciates them and royally respects their opinion. You remember what happened to them. Yeah. Right up, they, they banned them. Yep. And this should be a telltale sign. Anytime the conservatives stand up, things change. Yes, things they do. happen. If this show does anything for you, here's what it needs to do. Embolden you right now. Stand up, stand out, speak up, speak out. Get off your couch, get off your butt, and get out there and do something to take this nation back to what it was founded for. But I'm telling you, that was a beautiful program, and uh, I'm sure there's been enough preaching already on the program. <laughs> But make sure you get back to our next podcast real soon here at On Point with Pastor Greg Locke. We appreciate you guys. We'll continue to talk about faith, family, and politics. We love you, and thank you so much for your support. God bless you.